0: G'day groovy humans and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. Today on the show we will be talking about discovering who I am by understanding my connectedness to all things, our interconnectedness. This is part of stage two of the four stages of self-discovery that we started to explore in episode two and what we're talking about here is alignment to oneness. Now, if you haven't caught stage one, then I do recommend that you go back to episode five, Alignment to Self, and explore that first before continuing on with today's episode. In that episode, we came to an understanding that we are more than who we perceive ourselves to be. And in this episode, we'll be going a little bit deeper and realizing that it's not just me in the world, that there's more than me, and it's not all about me. And that we are so closely connected to all things in the universe. I hope you can join me on the journey today. Let's get started. Alignment to Oneness. Now, the first thing to understand here is that this is not new. None of this is new. This concept of our connectedness to all things and particularly with our nature beings, the earth, the planet, the trees, the stars, the sky, the moon, the sun. This has been in our culture and in our history since the beginning. And somewhere along the way, we lost sight of that. Even if you look in our most recent, you know, uh, religious texts and teachings and different belief systems, that are currently still alive on the planet today. If you read between the lines in these texts, you will actually see the common theme that we are all connected in there as well. It's just that we tend to take a lot of these texts that we have out there a little bit too literally perhaps and are not reading between the lines on the actual lessons and stories that are there for us to learn from. So the first thing, as I said, is... This is not new. Now, a popular concept or understanding definition of oneness is around the interconnectedness of everything that exists within the universe or the source or the God consciousness or whatever you would like to call all of the things. It is when we experience being connected and not separate from everyone and everything, And the other interesting part about this is that we are immersed in this every day, in every moment, without actually realizing it or being consciously aware of it. This is just a fact. This is something that exists that we have forgotten over time. Not all of us have forgotten, which is a fantastic thing because those teachings – are still alive around today that we can get access to and that we can learn from these more ancient cultures that still exist on the planet today. In episode 5, Alignment to Self, I started talking about duality. And duality has been a part of our existence for quite some time. And this duality gives us the illusion of being separate. And there lies our challenge as humans, because our senses are telling us every single day that we are separate from one another and from all things, our smell, our touch, our sight, our feelings, our emotions, our perceptions, the illusions that we've created, our belief systems, everything that makes us us, that we talked about in episode five is helping us to understand that we are separate, that we have this identity that is separate from all things. And there is our challenge, is that we have to let go of that. We have to let go of our perceptions, our beliefs, and this illusion that we are separate from all things. And this can be very hard. This is not an easy thing for a grown-up adult human being to do. Because we have spent so much of our life and our time existing in this space of self, of I am who I am. I am this identity and I believe myself and I perceive myself to be this living being taking part in life on planet earth. But it's a little bit more deeper than that as we're discovering. So the first step to alignment to oneness is remembering. Is remembering that we are connected to all things. That we are not actually separate. And you can explore all of the science, the new science that is coming out in quantum physics, where they have discovered that we're all made of the same stuff. So if we're all made of the same stuff, And not just we as humans, but all things on Earth, all the things in the universe, in fact, are all made from the same stuff. And if that's not connected, I don't know what is, (laughs) to be honest. That kind of blows a lot of theories and a lot of science, a lot of different beliefs and understandings that we've had previous to now out of the water. And when I'm talking about remembering that we are connected and that this oneness exists, it's a little bit more than just thinking that, just thinking about it, or saying that we believe in this oneness. Because this is huge. It is immense to come to this understanding and deeper knowledge around what it all really means how big is this really? I mean, I know when I was younger, I, I used to stargaze and I'd get on the roof of my house with a pair of binoculars because I didn't have money for a telescope back then and I was just fascinated in the stars and the universe and what was beyond and when I, I used to think about, you know, from a from a different perspective looking down on earth or looking at the entire universe as a whole... And it used to scare the crap out of me because I'm like, this shit is huge. This is big. This is, we're not just this little planet just cruising around in our own little dome of environment and that's it. There's so much more out there. This, this is huge. This is big. It is immense. And to try and capture that into our little small human brains, to try and understand in that deeper cellular self that. We are, in fact, connected to all things. That takes some work. It's not something we can just think. It's not something that we can just say that we believe and all of a sudden snap. It is. While they are great first steps. Remembering is the first step to alignment to oneness. But the next step is all about developing a practice. And that is developing a practice of stepping into that connection with all things so to truly move towards alignment to oneness we need to develop a practice of actively experiencing oneness and this can be done through you know we we, we hear about it all the time the traditional methods of of yoga of meditation mindfulness prayer ceremony breathing techniques really slowing down our systems trying to quieten our monkey minds, drumming, dance, all those sorts of activities that get us out of our thinking mind and into our bodies and into a greater awareness of what is going on around us and a deeper consciousness. Now, you may not be a meditator or you may not enjoy yoga or drumming or dance or prayer. So one of the ways that I like to simply put this is that it's all about presence. It's about stepping into the now. It's about becoming so present and being the observer of everything that's going on within you, around you, and further afield. So some practical examples of experiencing oneness every day is that when you're having a conversation with somebody, is to actually be there in the conversation, to be Looking at them, to be listening to them and not thinking about other things or questions or whatever, just be holding space for someone is probably one of the greatest practices of oneness that we could do and very practical as well. I'm not sure about you, but I have been in conversations where people's eyes are just glazing over in front of me. I know they're not present, I know they're not here with me right now. So being present every day in your activities as much as you possibly can and observing how you're feeling, being in your body and observing how you're actually feeling and responding to events and triggers and things in your life that are going on around you. That is a practice of oneness because you're becoming so present. You're starting to understand and feel what is happening in this moment for you. You're not living on autopilot anymore. You are starting to pick up and sense those things around you and you're able to make better decisions. You're able to connect more to not just the people around you but going for a walk in nature and connecting to nature and what it has to offer. Just go outside and put your feet on the grass and connect to the grass, your garden all those things around us that are around us every single day, we have the ability to connect to. It's just a matter of us quietening our monkey minds and just slowing down a little bit. And I find that breathing is probably one of the simplest methods as well, is just to get into a habit of breathing in for, say, six, holding for two and breathing out. For another six, just that slow in and out, breathing, slow down your system, come into the now and stop the thinking, stop that brain, that monkey mind from creating all the noise and the chaos in your head. And then you can start to observe and feel and sense all that is around you, all that is really going on around you that you may filter out because our brains are designed to filter things out. We can't possibly collect all the information that's thrown at us all of the time. So it's designed itself to filter things, which is perfectly a good thing, mind you. <laughs> we don't want all the information to be going in. We may go insane if, if that sort of stuff happens. Practicing oneness as much as you can every day helps you connect even further, and come to discover who you are, really. And the more that we practice this alignment to oneness, the more we will start to seek to change ourselves and the things in our lives. Like I said, when we we get into this present now moment and we start to observe, we will start to acknowledge and realize our words the things that we speak we will start to realize and acknowledge our thoughts and what we are thinking and we will realize how all of that is impacting the world around us and impacting other people's lives and then we will seek to modify and change our feelings our thoughts our actions and our words and we will choose differently And we'll choose differently and we will come from a place of unconditional love and grace because we will start to really understand that impact. We will understand the impact of how our words can affect ourselves, our inner critic, and how much that affects us and how that also affects others, how our words affect other people, how our actions affect other people. But let's take it a little bit further than just people how our actions, our words, our feelings affect the environment around us, affect all things around us. Because all of these thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, it's all energy. It's all energy contributing to the collective conscious. It's all going back to source. It's all going back into the energetic fields around us that everybody's connected to, that we're all part of this network, this web of oneness. And the more and more we come into alignment to oneness, the more our decisions will change. We will start to realize that every decision we make impacts everything and everybody around us. It impacts our environment. It impacts our future as human beings on the planet, you know, a lot of people are talking about the new world, the new planet, the new human. Homo luminous is a term that's being thrown around at the moment that we're becoming new humans. You know, you can delve into the science and and look at the fact that we're, we're starting to understand that we can change our own DNA. We can dream a new world into being. We can dream and create that life and the world that we all want to be a part of. We have the ability to do that. It's just a matter of remembering. It's a matter of tapping in and and remembering and remembering that connectedness and practicing that oneness and connection as often as we can. I think it might be a good time to recap on Um, things that we've talked about so far today. So the first thing is that connection to oneness is not a new concept. It has existed since forever. It's just that we've forgotten and we need to remember. We need to remember and more importantly, we need to accept that this is how things are. Without that acceptance, you obviously can't get to the next stage of of that connection of getting into that practice that we talked about before. The second thing is about the practice, is that just thinking about it or just saying that you believe that you're connected does not make it so. You really need to develop a practice. And as we talked about, there's many ways to do that. Through meditation, through dance, through yoga, mindfulness. But I totally recommend breathing, breathing techniques, and being present, just being present as much as you possibly can, being in your body, slowing your body down, slowing your systems down, and quietening your mind. That's all it's really about. Once you get into that place and practice that as often as you can, you will start to become more sensitive to those things around you. You'll become more aware of your connection to all things. And with that greater awareness of how we are all connected, you will start to see a shift and change in your life. You will start to make different decisions. You will start to become more aware of your thoughts and feelings and actions and choose a different path and choose a different way to respond because you start to understand how it affects everything around you you will also develop a greater appreciation of how symbiotic uh, we are, our relationship is with each other and that around us. You will start to understand at a deeper level those popular sayings of your inner world is reflected in your outer world or when you hurt somebody, you're actually hurting yourself. You know, when you hurt the environment, you're actually hurting yourself. All of this symbiotic relationship becomes really real for you. You become so aware of it and become so conscious of how you need to show up and how you need to build the right relationship with all things. And as I've mentioned a couple of times before, your decisions, your feelings, your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs will all start to come from a place of unconditional love And grace. And I'm reminded of a saying from Caroline Miss. I don't remember the exact saying, but it goes along the lines of this Every action, choice, and decision, I discharge grace, or I choose to withhold it from something, from somebody, from the situation. I mean, that's pretty hard to hear if you think about it from that perspective. We are either giving grace or discharging grace to others, to situations, to the decisions that we make, or we are literally choosing to withhold it. I mean, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. So we need to be careful with our words and our thoughts and our actions because they're so powerful. And they're so powerful in how they, they shape our lives then they shape the lives of others and ultimately shape the world we live in. That's how we've created what we have created today is through our own thoughts, actions, beliefs and perceptions. Imagine if we decided to shift and change those things. And where it begins, as I always keep saying, is around alignment to our true self, is discovering who we truly are. And I truly hope that this stage, alignment to oneness, has helped bring you a little bit closer to that that greater understanding of who you are, brought some clarity around these four stages of self-discovery and helping you to answer that fundamental question, who am I? If you'd like to find out more, head over to the show notes at sagacityrising.com forward slash A-G-E-L 007 and if you would like to come and chat with me and continue this conversation, head over to tribe.agroovyenlightenlife.com. That's where we hold our discussions around the podcasts and the podcast episodes. Thank you for hanging out with me once again today. Stay groovy, my friends. My out.